Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. In case you weren't aware, there's a gold medal on the line tonight. U.S. Place Canada in the World Junior Championships at Rogers Place in Edmonton, NHL Network, 930 Eastern Time. This is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, January 5th. I'm still having a hard time saying January. And I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody is doing well. Let's start with college sports because all 68 teams will be in Indy. Yes, the NCAA officially announced plans to hold the entire NCAA men's tournament in central Indiana and Indianapolis. We've talked about this on the Buzzcast for some time. NCAA President Mark Emmert in our conference in early December said they would make an announcement sometime around the start of the year, and he was spot on. Games will be played at Lucas Oil Stadium, Bankers Life Fieldhouse, Butler's Hinkle Fieldhouse, Indiana's Farmers Coliseum, Purdue's Mackey Arena, and IU's Assembly Hall. NCAA Executive Dan Gavitt said family members can attend the games, but a decision on general fan attendance will be made at a later date in concert with local health officials. This is an ambitious plan by not just the NCAA, by the city of Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. We're looking at a different type of bubble environment. And of course, everybody is hoping this is successful. Let's stay with college sports because if you watched a lot of college football over New Year's, which I'm sure we all did, you saw a number of brands try to cut through the clutter. Brands spent more than $260 million on overall advertising during the six bowl games telecast across ABC, ESPN, and Deportes from December 28th through January 2nd. That's according to data from iSpot TV, broken down by our own David Broughton. Biggest spender? Maybe not surprising, AT&T, a CFP sponsor, led all brands with $10.2 million in an advertising spend. The big ad, the one we saw all over the last week, was Taco Bell spot called The Craving, which of course looks like a movie trailer touting the nacho fries. That had more than 135 million impressions and aired 65 times during those six bowl games. So a full breakdown in last night's SBJ Unpacks. I don't know if you're making your Super Bowl plans for Tampa, but more changes are in store around events, parties, and hospitality. Our Ben Fisher reported yesterday that NFL agent Lee Steinberg has canceled his traditional Super Bowl party on site and replaced it with an online auction event. Now, Steinberg's party, generally on that Saturday afternoon before the Super Bowl, traditionally is a who's who in sports, media, and entertainment, but Steinberg follows many major brands, agencies, and others who have scaled down or cut their hospitality altogether in Tampa. Let's shift to some media news because SBJ's John Oran reported last night in his media newsletter that while ESPN is close to renewing its deal with Major League Baseball for its Sunday night package, it has less interest in the midweek games 
Monday and Wednesday that have generally lagged in the ratings department. One reason for ESPN's lack of interest is that unlike Sunday night, where it has exclusivity, ESPN has to share the rights with regional sports networks on Monday and the Wednesday night broadcasts. So now MLB has approached other linear and digital media companies over the past several weeks about the national package for Wednesday and some Monday nights, but the league is said not to be close to an agreement with anyone. Now those deals would start with the 2022 season, and again, MLB is close to renewing with ESPN its Sunday night package, but still some uncertainty around its Monday and Wednesday night national package of games. Now, one of the companies I get asked about a lot and one of the companies I keep an eye on a great deal is Epic Games. Of course, they are the publisher of Fortnite. They are based in small town Cary, North Carolina. But this company is a colossus and it's one of the hottest companies of all media, entertainment and gaming to show you their big, ambitious plans Epic Games has reached an agreement to purchase the Cary Town Center in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it's going to turn that mall into its headquarters by 2024. Yes, the Cary Town Center Mall will now become the headquarters for Epic Games. Epic plans to start developing the new headquarters later this year. It will keep its base in Cary for now, where it has hundreds of employees at its current headquarters. Now, it does plan to have employees numbering into the thousands when it moves to the Cary Town Center, again, in Raleigh, North Carolina, showing the growth of Epic Games. If there's one company in the gaming space you want to keep an eye on, it is Epic Games. It's good news to report more progress on gender and ethnic hiring as the Boston Red Sox have hired Bianca Smith as a minor league coach, making her the first black woman to serve as a coach in the history of professional baseball. Now, who is Bianca Smith? Well, she's 29 years old. She played softball at Dartmouth College. She graduated in 2012. She's currently the assistant coach and hitting coordinator at Carroll University in Wisconsin. She previously did internships in the baseball operations department of the Texas Rangers and the Cincinnati Reds. She will start her Red Sox career based at the club's player development facility in Fort Myers, Florida, and work mainly with position players. But congratulations to Bianca Smith for making history. Let's shift to a game tonight. Boston University and Holy Cross will both wear masks for tonight's men's basketball game. This game is believed to be the first in men's college basketball this season in which both teams will be wearing masks on the court. So keep your eye on that game tonight. And finally, if you have a few minutes, if there's one video you should watch today, I really encourage you to watch something that was in our SBJ Unpacks newsletter last night. The NFL's New York Giants last week paid tribute to veteran sports executive Bill Squires with that six-minute video detailing his story of overcoming COVID. Squires is well-known to the sports business. He lectures on facility and event management at Columbia University. He has his own consulting firm. He's been with the Giants. They've been his primary client for so many years. He's a legend in the facility space. Last year, SBJ took readers behind Squires' battle with COVID, in which he spent nearly five weeks on a ventilator in a brutal fight for his life. And this video, produced by the Giants, aptly tells his story and his rehabilitation. It's really worth your time. So if you can, check that out. That's in our SBJ Unpacks newsletter, a fitting tribute 
to longtime sports executive Bill Squires by the New York Giants. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, January 5th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays healthy, stay safe, be good to each other, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.